Welcome to the Muddy Waters of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening. <laughs> Welcome to the Vanguard for Matt. I am the best co-host, Muhammad, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. How are you doing today, Matt? <laughs> that was a lot better. Thanks, man. <laughs> that was a lot better. I I'm took so- lessons from you. I'm certain my roommate is going to be really happy about that one since he's still in bed. Good morning, Ken. <laughs> I gave his bar money last night, so we're, he shouldn't be too mad. Right. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't care how much money you give me if you wake me up that way. I'm still going to be pissed <laughs> off at you. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing all right. I, it's before 2 o'clock you're here and we're recording. Something like, is hell freezing over? I know, right? <laughs> no, man. I uh, went to sleep late, like 2 in the morning, I think. That's early for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's late for me. And I still woke up 6 in the morning, forgetting it's Saturday. Looked at my phone, it says 6 a.m., so I rushed out of bed. I was like, oh, time for me to get ready for work. <laughs> and I got everything on, and then as I was putting my shoes on, I was like, oh, wait, 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 it's Saturday. Calm down. <laughs> I don't I don't need to be up yet. Mm. Yeah, but I couldn't go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. That happened to me once. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was your week, dude. Well, it I was mean, amazing. I guess we talked on Wednesday. So I, how were the last? Which time? was amazing, right? Yeah, no, that was fun. Um, how were the? Uh, how how was Thursday? What? How was Thursday? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, did my job to help doctors put scopes into people. It was pretty much a good Thursday. Nice. Yeah. Good. And your Friday. Was that good too? Yes, it was very good. It was very good. And I got to uh, put scopes into people. Neat. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean. And then I got to eat some pizza. And then I got to drink some kava. And then Micah was bartending. Oh, yeah. I heard she was bartending last night. Yep, yep. Um, and then I had to drop by... Bullet Cafe to check out the new bar they have in. It's pretty nice. Sorry. It? Yeah. yeah. It's nice. It's like a brick thing. Except I was like, I already see a problem because they don't have like little wall socket things in them. And I'm uh, like, ah, big mistake. Yep. <laughs> it's not that big, but it's <laughs> whatever. I mean, <laughs> in, in today's world, that's a that's kind of a big one. Yeah. yeah. So I don't yeah. know how they're going to deal with everybody. Like, maybe they're just going to put up those... Um, uh, what do you call them? Those little uh, stations, you know, that you can plug your things in again. Oh, like yeah, what they used to have. Yeah, but I don't like those. I never liked them. No. That's what Mad Hatters started with. I didn't like those either. No, no, not a fan of those. I mean, they could just run like a line of uh, USB, like a like an extension cord kind of thing. Yeah, or a power strip. That's oh, what they do on the other side. Right, of just USBs. And yeah, then you can just USB in, but mm-hmm. then. That would mean that they could steal all of your info if they wanted it. <laughs> True that. <laughs> so, you know, with the good and the bad, I guess. Yeah. But it also wasn't the bestest of weeks. No? No, because I saw something that broke my heart oh, Jesus. on the internet. And I didn't know about this, but apparently it's been going on for weeks now. 
the Cracker Barrel. I can't believe you're going to actually talk about this. I thought you were kidding. Country store and restaurant thingy majigger. Um, did you know that they fired Brad's wife? Yeah, I've heard that. They yeah, fired. they fired his wife yeah, after heard. 11 straight dedicated amazing customer service years on his birthday. Why would Cracker Barrel care that it's his birthday? Anyways. Um, why, why would they care? So, yeah, they fired her. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this is such a huge travesty, man. And everyone's up in arms over this. The whole internet's out. They want to know why. And the thing that makes it even more infuriating is Cracker Barrel isn't responding to any of us. I don't blame Cracker Barrel. And that's why I have to bring it up on the show today. Because we need an answer or else we're not going to stop. Is it we need an answer or we need to fill 15 minutes? No, 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 no. We need an answer. Okay, because I'm pretty certain it's because we need to fill 15 minutes. I don't care about 15 minutes. I can talk about cats for 15 minutes. And, I, and I would prefer talking I, about Brad's wife. I, I can talk about cats. I can talk about Mass Effect Andromeda, which is a story about how when uh, the Milky Way uh, was about to be ravaged Apparently by the sucks. Reapers. Uh, I know I heard. Appa- yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it was being ravaged by the Reapers, uh, a whole bunch of uh, intergalactic uh, colonists took off and said, fuck this shit. I'm going to go to Andromeda, which, by the way, Andromeda is racing towards us. In a few billion years, our galaxies are going to collide into awesome awesome dance battle of wits the andromeda galaxy is a little bit bigger than ours um but the good thing is there's no actual clashing why are they doing dance battles Uh, uh, that's just how it is out there man science sci-fi you know (laughs) science science it's science but yeah they're slightly bigger than us but the good thing is there's no actual clashing because the stars are actually just pass beside each other and it'll make a new bigger galaxy and it might start up uh more stars being birthed um swear i'm not trying to fill 15 minutes here but this is seriously amazing but it would be awesome to be alive and look at the sky at night and see this big ass galaxy racing towards us like because you you if 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 we still exist at that time which we won't because we're morons um you could see that big ass galaxy in the night sky and it's going to be amazing when it happens. I, 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 I wish I could see it. Maybe when I die, go to heaven and, you know, get my versions, I can look down. I was going to say, they don't let your people into heaven. No, they do. I get 72 when I die. And I heard that we get to pick them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, are you going to get, like, 72 Tommy Lorenz? I gave up on her, man. I'm tired of chasing so girls like her. Are you going like to get 72 girls who look like Tommy Lauren? Well, she's not that good looking. She's just kind of she's hot, but not that good looking. <laughs> she's hot, just not that good looking. Well, there's better looking girls out there. There's Marianne Copenhaver. <laughs> Marianne Copenhaver and um, Taylor Swift. Le- you, you, okay, one Tina Arena, you, Leanne Rhymes. You cannot Charlotte put, Wessels. You cannot put Taylor Swift into the same category as Libertarian Girl. Wait, who's the better looking one then? Libertarian Girl. Oh no, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, Marianne. No, dude, Taylor Swift is Bay. Oh, and she's off limits on you ever making any comment like that ever again. Well, no. Um... <laughs> 
one, Mar- Marianne is much better looking than Taylor Swift. And two, because Taylor Swift is in the public eye, I can make that comment any day I want. No, dude, you're a very, very uh, misogynistic person, and you should stop objectifying her like that. You can misogynistic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's why instead of talking about all this stuff, we're going to talk about Brad's wife and why she needs uh, the proper compensation, the proper answer. Okay. My my socialist size is, is coming out for this. I, I see that. Yeah. It's like cats. Cats should have some kind of welfare program for them. Oh, my God. Our Lord, <laughs> our Lord and Savior should have whatever milk and food and clean litter that they could ever want and catnip. So, yeah. So, they don't know why Brad's wife was fired. Well, the Satanists at Cracker Barrel don't want to respond to us, so we're going to keep berating them do you think nanette knows why she was fired her name is brad's wife (laughs) (laughs) yeah who's misogynistic now (laughs) (laughs) do you think brad's wife knows why she was fired i doubt it you you doubt it yeah i have many friends that were fired for i was fired for no reason from dable right but okay well one where was brad's wife working not at Cracker Barrel. What state? That doesn't even matter. Doesn't? Not at all. Are you sure? Do you know? I don't. But was it a right to work state? Indiana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Now, odds are, Nana knows why she was fired, and that's why we need unions and we need strong oh my unions, God. so we can protect Nanette. The good thing, uh, the good news is, there is a. Uh, Chick-fil-A store in Texas, I forget the, the city, that actually has a sign out saying that they are hiring Brad's wife. So if anybody is in contact with Brad or his Nanette <laughs> or, or his wife, <laughs> make sure to pass this information on to them so they know they can that move they to can, Texas. They can leave Indiana and go to Texas. Isn't that what the Bush family did? What, move from Indiana to Texas? Yeah. I, do, I really don't know where they came from. I, thought I, they were all I am 80% certain that George H.W. was born in Indiana. Well, he wouldn't be talking with a southern twang if he wasn't from the south. That's all I, I got to say about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does Adam talk with a southern twang? Who? Adam. Which Adam? Uh, the one who, Adam Freeman. The That's one a who, good name. Right? <laughs> the one who gave us our mic and we named an episode after him for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, he sure don't talk like that. Yeah, he's from Texas. Well, he sure needs to talk like that. <laughs> That's the most beautiful accent there is. I'll let him know. Please do. I, w- I, w- I would say he'd hear this, but he probably won't. Yeah. He he listened to the one where I told him we talked about him. <laughs> oh, okay. Then he'll listen to this. But yeah, he'll, he will listen to this. <laughs> just t- don't tell him when. Just tell him it's like later in the episode or something. So right. at least he and gets this far. I was going to say, and then he'll quickly realize that we talk about him 10 minutes in and then he'll turn <laughs> it off. Well, okay, okay. Well, we'll make sure that Adam picks up his southern twang again. Seriously, man. So one of the doctors I work with at St. Anthony's, Dr. Ploger, I was talking with him and Dan, a nurse anesthetist that I also work with. And um, he was telling me that when he visited 
Australia with his friend from a southern state. I don't remember which one it was. He told me that uh, Australian girls are in love with southern accents. Seriously. I was like, what? <laughs> that's kind of interesting. But they really do. So I was like, that's I, I, really, I, I really couldn't see that one. But that's pretty interesting. Do you know what I just realized? What? You as the opening host failed in one of your duties. Oh, yeah. I just realized the duty. Yeah. The, yeah. I made a duty. Yeah. So you let's, did. Right let's, before the show, you made a let's duty. Fix, <laughs> yes, that too. We can fix the duty and get on with the with the actual show. Right. So, as always, we need to thank Low Tide Kava Bar. Yeah, thanks, the, Low Tide. For the kava we're going to be drinking throughout this episode. Yep. Um, it's uh, all-you-can-drink day there today. <laughs> yes, so, it is. So, if you're listening on Saturday, go to Low Tide. <laughs> Our... Our Florida listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're not a Florida listener, get there in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, you can meet us. Right, because we'll be there. Mm-hmm. I may be at grassroots for a little while, but uh, I will be in low time right. for most of the day. <laughs> All right. Shells up. Bula. Bula. How do you forget that part? Like, that's like the best part. I know, man. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was focusing too much on getting my intro down. I know that, and you really wanted to talk about Brad's wife. Well, that's very important. And, so. Right, and you wanted to say a bunch of stuff that I bet made you feel dirty on the inside. What? What are you talking about? We really need strong unions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we do need strong unions, but not government like subsidized or government. I don't think that they should be mandated that you have to. Yes. Join yeah. Them. But unions like, are very free market. V- unions are very, very free market. As long as there's no government interference, giving them any more uh, leverage over private sector or individuals. They're, like, they're very legitimate. If I was working, if all of your employees wanted to have some kind of small union, they can. Right. You know? But I don't think it should be mandate for you yes. to work at a place to join the union. Yeah. Which I agree with. Um, I guess if we can dedicate a few minutes to that one topic, we, we don't have to get too far into it. And we don't have to get into the topic because this is one of the things we talked about. Um, a friend, a local friend of mine, and this will actually lead into one of the our main topic here that we're starting off on. So uh, a friend of mine, Zach, that I was telling you about, we were sitting down and talking. He's a... He's a liberal, like I said. He's a like he's sort of he he's like in my opinion a good liberal. He's a Jim Webb, JFK type liberal. Um, quite a, quite an open minded guy. But uh, and, I just and just real real quick side note here: if Jim Webb had won the Democrat primary, which I knew he wasn't going to, if he had, I probably would have voted for him. Yeah, me too. I think a lot of like the conservative conservatives would have would have too. I think I think we would have gotten a good portion. Like I think Jim Webb would have been president. Oh yeah. One. Oh yeah. I I actually I do I believe you. Yeah, I agree. But um yeah, Zach and I were talking. He was talking about unions and other stuff because he's uh con, he's in he works in construction. He's a uh, like a team um manager whatever. He goes up and down. I thought you were going to say team. Stir. <laughs> no, not a deep stir. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and um, it just, he didn't know that capitalists, uh, what our view on unions were. And a lot of people on the left assume that all capitalist views are unions are bad, which is 110 absolutely 
110% absolutely false. Um, you can have unions and unions are healthy as long as there is no government interference giving leverage, like I said, to individuals and all that. Um, for example, in Scandinavia and like Denmark, where, and this is obviously the, the economic situation there's different. They have diff- higher tax rates. And different regulations there, um, but unions there uh, are autonomous, and they have no—they um, don't really have any uh, leverage on the government, like the, the like the ones the the, cor- the uh, corporations, <laughs> the um, unions here do. But in Denmark, the minimum wage there is twenty-one United States dollars, which is pretty good for. That country, speaking specific to that country because of how their taxes are. Right. Um, but nobody, ma- like, no one's mandated to join a union. The unions have to do all of their work on their own, and they do a pretty good job of it. And that's actually a good, like, free market type union, how it's supposed to be. If the union's good enough to earn membership, then that that's fine, you know? But nobody should be able, nobody should be forced into a union. You know, and like another thing that one of my other friends said, um, she was telling me, Michelle, she was telling me that, what was it? We were talking about, I think she was talking about like, like different government programs that assist people, like, you know, homeless people, poor people, homeless, uh, hungry people, so, so on and so forth. And I heard this before from other, uh, of my liberal friends, you know, and they think that, we're against all that. And I, was, I said, no, no, no. We're against government programs doing it. We're not against co-ops, nonprofits, and individuals doing it. No. And a lot of times there are rules barring people from doing it. I think we talked about it on the show very early in the show when in Tampa that – you remember that uh, Food Not Bombs uh, thing happened and they got broken up by the police? I know we talked about that. Yeah, we did talk about yeah. that. Yeah. So they like, were feeding the homeless and yeah. people were getting arrested. Yep, and there's a guy on the other coast of Florida, I think maybe Lauderdale, um, that it's an older guy like that keeps going to jail because he refuses to abide by the state and he goes out of his way to feed the poor and they keep putting him in jail. So there's always, a, there's always rules that keep individuals from doing things like that, you know? So, no, we don't think that hungry people should stay hungry and we don't hate poor people or homeless people. We think Habitat for Humanity should be the one trying to do something like that, not the government doing it. Um, but anyways, all of this leads into a situation that happened uh, this week. You know which one. Yes. looking at our show notes i'm like "Mm, okay okay well you're gonna bring this into oh well you should you should kept on talking because i was pausing to uh (laughs) do the dirty habit gotcha um um, and uh some of my some of my friends online actually a good portion of my online friends seen it and a lot of my local friends see it for saw it for obvious reasons um so let me lay this out for you guys so you understand some background. I have a friend. Um, he's a he's a right-leaning libertarian. Um, not as libertarian as I am, so closer to you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
but no he's he's a good friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> and um so he sent me uh he 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 put a picture on facebook so this is a story guys um he put a picture on facebook of one of the local kava bars here the one that i don't really frequent frequent at all i'd been to their first location and this picture is at their new location that actually they you've been up. to their second location huh you've been to their second location no i haven't yes you have when well their first location was up in palm harbor oh i'm sorry so <laughs> the third location is where they're at now yes okay yeah i did not know that and that's how you know i don't know about them <laughs> <laughs> and i don't want to bring their name up because the establishment itself in my opinion has nothing nothing to do with this you know they have the flag on that i don't care i don't care i don't care um i mean it's probably because of the type of people that hang out there like maybe they just made it their unofficial headquarters kava bars are generally left leaning so there would be a lot of sympathies towards antifa so there was an antifa flag on this wall at this kava bar and my friend tags me and says hey mo come out (laughs) And I, I know he said it as a joke, you know, because I don't go to Sawgrass. Uh, I don't go fuck it. So I don't go to Sawgrass. All right. I don't go to Sawgrass. And um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Maybe I needed a second cup of coffee. So I don't go there ever. And yes, yeah, it was funny. His Antifa flag. He knows I don't like Antifa. Out of all, honestly, out of all leftist groups and organizations, I despise Antifa the most. I would agree with that. Um, really, seriously, more than anybody else, more than Marxists. And we we talked about Antifa during the uh, Berkeley thing with Milo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked about Antifa during the Berkeley thing, and you know, both of us were saying this is a group dedicated to being anti-fascist. Yep. But they used fascist. That's why I call them Fantifa. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fake. Yep. <laughs> Got it. Or actually, no, fascist. Fascist, anti-fascists. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, fa- fake anti-fascists. Yeah, yeah, fake yeah. Either or. Yeah, either or. Yeah. But yeah, they use the fa- fascist uh, techniques when uh, fighting fascism, yeah. which doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. Like, um, if you want to fight fascism, like Tiananmen Square. Yes, yes. That That was just one dude standing in front of a line of tanks yeah and he was probably a fascist because those were commie tanks fair but <laughs> they would tell you he's a fascist i guess i don't know i mean yeah but if they're maoists i'm sure they are with where the story is going right but yeah like in antifa uses awful violent techniques to try to end fascism because <laughs> <laughs> fascism is everywhere you know fascism is everywhere we're all we're all a bunch of nazis yeah um so something that a friend of mine told me, he's a liberal and he used to hang out with skinheads. I don't I didn't know much about skinheads. The skinheads aren't really as big of a thing anymore except for the NSM. Um but from what he was telling me is that there are three when you when talking about skinheads there are three distinct groups. You have traditional skinheads which are typically simply just conservative. Just conservative, that's it. Um and then you have sharp skinheads against racial prejudice. That's the left, leftist skinheads. And then you have the national socialist skinheads. The the the, the Nazi skinheads. Those are the not those those are actual Nazis. Right. Um. So this is important, right? So, anyways, um, 
Yeah, so uh, after I made the comment on the post, I decided to post a funny-ass meme that I had saved like a few weeks ago. Um, and it was just like, it was just imagine the Antifa red-black flag, you know, thing. And instead, it, it said anti-communist action. <laughs> with a, with and a comma. Yeah, with a with a, the NCAP flag. And then it has, in the yellow part, it's a black helicopter with the silhouette of a guy falling out. I think it's fucking hilarious. So I posted that. And one of the local um, Antifa guys saw it uh, and basically said, go fuck yourself. And so I laughed. I was like, mm, all right. Um, Ryan tells me not to respond to get into it with him, you know, because uh, skinheads, Antifa, all that shit is all sort of like gang type stuff, you know, like everyone's in a different little gang, you know, it's, it's like the punk scene. And a lot of it does, a lot of it does coincide within the punk scene, talking like, you know, two decades ago type punk scene, you know. Um, and I was like, dude, I don't care. Fine. And he deleted the comment. I was like, I don't care. Fine. I, that's cool. That's his wall. I'm okay with him doing that. I, I delete stuff off my wall if I don't like it. You delete stuff off your wall if you're having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's usually I'm having a bad, very bad day uh, or days actually. Right. Um, But... I go to sleep, I wake up, and a friend of mine, um, Judah, that is the owner of Mad, Cat, uh, Mad Hatter's uh, Ethnobotanical Tea Bar, it's another kava bar here, it's the one that I started going to, um, he tagged me in a post and says, um, man, should I grab my phone for this? Cause I, well, I guess I could paraphrase my post. I, I, well. I could paraphrase a post. I, I, was, I can paraphrase Judah's post. Okay. Judah's post said, um, I was just blocked by somebody who is, I was just blocked by somebody on Facebook because I am friends with Muhammad, and according to this person, Muhammad is a fascist. Piece of shit. Is a fascist piece of yep. shit. <laughs> and when I asked him why he thought that he blocked me yeah and then it said muhammad what did you do to this guy did you shit in his cereal yeah piss in his cheerios piss in his cheerios <laughs> that was what it was yeah but so i look at it and personally i thought my response to that was the it great, was that that was the greatest my friend reason. my friend that does I, I don't think she knows you her name's christina i think she added me to, like through the movement but she also added judah because she liked him right um and uh whatchamacallit uh so <laughs> I look at I look at the 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 post he you know that he was ta that I well I couldn't see it but he took a little screenshot of it and it was some guy that I have never interacted with ever uh, and it said like you've been tagged in a post by blah 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 and that was hit that was the other person tagging him in it basically so I couldn't even go on maybe the post wasn't even public but the thing is when he tagged him he tagged my profile like you can go grab the link to someone's profile that's not going to tag you right um and i was like holy shit this sounds like it might be getting a little bit dangerous because i again it's what we were talking about with berkeley like you know these guys might try to do something i don't know because i don't know them but they might try to do something and if they apparently hang out at kava bars and know some of my friends and now my account confirmed only to have been shared by that one person but i am sure 
it's been shared in some kind of group or maybe amongst a few other ones or in some kind of chat that they all have. Because the left is very well organized compared to the right, you know, and that's something we can give the left uh, credit for over us. They're really, really good at organizing on the dime if they have to. Um, So I wake up to that post and I was like, what in the world? So I was worried, man, because I sold my gun um and i don't carry weapons i never had a concealed carry um and i was like well i need something to protect myself with i've been carrying a freaking five inch blade straight knife which is illegal i just tuck it in my pants and um i don't i was like what the hell you know so people people have commented how you would expect somebody to comment what the f muhammad a nazi a fascist no you know, these are all types of people. Obviously, a lot of libertarians, a lot of local people that are left-leaning, a lot of people that know these people. One of them that knows the guy, the the, the first guy I talked about, the leader, um, or one of the leaders, sort of big names in this Antifa thing, even said, Muhammad is, not, is definitely not a fascist or a Nazi. Like, Muhammad spoke out against Trump on CNN a few times when it came to like the anti Islam you know you you know um i mean you do fit the profile of a nazi with your blonde yeah. hair and your blue eyes <laughs> <laughs> right but yeah so i made that post and then i was like what did, what have i posted over the last few days went through my my posts a lot of it was was honestly stupid ass things i did like what do you think of when you hear the name emily and these other funny ass memes um but two political posts one of them was that meme that said 1996. You saw that one? Oh, it, it said 1996. When you're, oh, your parents? On yeah. The, yeah, yeah when don't trust anybody on the internet. Yeah. 2017. Freedomeagle.com yeah, free, or something. Yeah, freedomeagle.com or says Hillary invented AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, huh, a fascist would not post this. And I scrolled down and the very next post after it was the one where I was like, I'm kind of okay with Tommy Loren losing her job, I'm just like I was you with fascist. Milo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you awful fascist. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so I'm a fascist with these posts? So obviously these motherfuckers, with all due respect to my language on the show today, aren't even looking at what, what kind of person I am. They just want to be reactionaries, share my posts around with their inbred friends. <laughs> <laughs> and and say that I'm a Nazi fascist so they can beat my ass when they see me. So that's why I'm carrying a big-ass knife with me and I'm thinking of carrying a gun because I am not going to risk any of them getting near me because they're not going to show up one or two if they do. No, um, they're going to show up in numbers. Yeah. So f- No, dude, I'm sorry. Fuck that. Like I will if I have to I will shoot somebody. That's not a threat. I'm just sick. I'm just saying I will shoot somebody or stab somebody to defend myself if any of them come after me because I don't know if I would survive. And I think that's fair enough. I would, I would 100% agree with you. You are being threatened. I don't know if they've made a direct threat. They've just said that you're... No, but it. sharing my profile no, like that, that is dangerous enough on its own. No, I get that. I get that. I understand it. And you know how Antifa types are when they call somebody a Nazi. Now I'm the next Spencer that's, that will be punched in the face, you know? Well, <laughs> yeah. I just don't have to tell them when I'm going to be interviewed so they don't f- come to the interview. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you know, I, do, I do agree. Like, 
if you perceive there to be a genuine threat and the people come at you uh and the people come at you as though they're trying to it you know like and you feel in danger by them you have every right to defend yourself well yeah because like if you play the safe route they're just going to if if they do it's not going to happen probably and that's what i would bet it will yeah and that's actually what my friend one of my friends that knows them said he said they're a bunch of drunks they're not really organized don't worry and he's a leftist and he knows them and he he's even friends with some of them and that's fair whatever he was like dude no one's gonna come after you <laughs> but okay i mean go in the safe route they'll if they show up they'll show up to beat my ass but which one of them is a moron and is bringing a knife or, or something like i can't fucking risk that right and Trying to predict what a drunk person's going to do when he's amped up is like trying to predict what a child will do when he's amped up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that that's what's that, that that's what that's what pissed me off about this whole situation. Um, and this kind of bridges into the next topic that we will talk about. Um, it sort of goes along with this because um, in London, it was first terrorist attack in a while. Um, five dead, 50 injured. And a story had came out and a picture was being shared by, uh, Paul Joseph Watson. That's his name. I think he's a, he's like a far right, maybe even alt writer, uh, type person. He's associated with Alex Jones, uh, uh, prison planet sort of thing. You know, um, he shared this picture of a woman in a hijab walking by, uh, with these, with a victim on the ground and other Londoners helping out, uh, saying he said, "I'm just gonna leave this here," basically implying, "Look at these unsympathetic, savage, you know, invader Muslims, uh, ignoring what just happened around them." And this lady reached out right away to some British publication, and she said, like. No, like I actually stopped to help and I was on my phone, you know, telling my parents that I'm safe and all that or something like that. It was her parents or her family, husband, you know, whatever. Um, and then some other people confirmed the story that were in the, in that specific area. And again, that's the same dangerous crap because now these the other inbreds, the, the right winged inbreds in Europe might look for I don't know Muslims to beat up or something over something like that. Yeah, that's why that's why I was saying it's really dangerous to let this sort of thing go around, you know. Right. Um. But yeah, the London terrorist attacks. What do you think on the London terrorist attacks? I mean, ISIS took credit for it. ISIS took credit for it. They said that it was because of. Uh, Britain's support of the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, any terrorist attack is an awful, oh, of course, awful yeah. thing to have happened. Um, and any time that life is lost due to a terrorist attack, it's you know, any time life is lost unnecessarily, it's a sad day. Um, but you know, when it's a terrorist attack, it's it's almost worse because uh, it's com- so unnecessary. 
Uh, and it's just it's just a sad situation, um, and it help feeds into the hatred of Islam and Muslim people. And I do agree that there is a difference between Muslim people and Islam and radical Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, just like there's a difference between um, white people and crazy ass white people. Yeah. Like just because Jeffrey Dahmer was white doesn't mean all people are killing, having sex with dead people and then eating them or whatever. I don't even know who that is. And now I'm interested to hear more. He used to kill people and what? Um, Or did he kill them or just find the dead people? No, he, he, okay. So I, I, I'm not sure if I'm mixing two serial killers up in my brain, but uh, he would kill people, have sex with their dead bodies, and then eat them. I mean, it sounds like some Florida man then. <laughs> but he is. Oh. Um, it, that happened at, uh, up in Tallahassee. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so, but there's a difference between that. Like, yeah, they, they are more organized. They have been able to grab on to a nationalism mm. or a religionism. Um, <laughs> faithism. Yeah. I'm not really sure what that <laughs> word is. Um, but they've grabbed onto that and they have talked, you know, they've convinced these people that they need to fight to protect their people. And they have twisted the narrative so much that it's, we're going to go attack these people. Yeah. You know, at parliament or you know, here in the States mm-hmm. at gay nightclubs or whatever. Um, and we've gotten it's basically the exact same thing as you know just a really strong nationalism promoting a fear mm-hmm. of you know like how many people are saying that Trump is promoting islamophobia yeah um they are promoting western culture phobia oh no yeah i get it yeah and i do agree with that right and it's, you know, they've just gotten into the mindset of these, the same type of people who are attacking mosques uh, up in Canada uh, or the people who, or, you know, even like the police around here who will stop Muslim people and question them or worse, uh, a lot worse, uh, just because of you know, their faith or mm-hmm. you know, what they're wearing yeah, is the same thing that, you know, ISIS has got their groups doing. Yeah. And it's, you know, Islamophobia is bad. I do agree that you need to be worried about radical Islam mm-hmm. on certain aspects, but at the same time you need to be worried. Like I understand their need to be worried about radical Western culture. And well, not even that. Worried about something like the U.S.-led airstrike near Raqqa um, that killed 30 civilians at a school. Right. And it's actually... it's Okay, so I, I, I got to talk about that. No, go, go, go. Yeah, so you know, Trump did the Syrian airstrike that killed the 30 civilians. And that was awful. I'm, I'm not going to, like... Part of yeah, it was sheltering a bunch of families. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I 
I didn't like it when Bush did it. I didn't like it when Obama did it. Yes. I don't like it that Trump's doing it. Like, I haven't liked it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But now, suddenly, out of nowhere, Occupied Democrats is coming out of the woodwork and being like, oh, Trump's a war criminal. And it's just <laughs> like, you know what? Screw you. Like, where were you for the eight years before that where Obama... There's no such thing yeah. as a peace bomb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. why were you ignoring it for eight years? And now that it fits your narrative, you're calling out the president. Like, yeah. screw you. Like, it was Obama that dropped the one that killed like 115. Right. You know? And it's just like, you know, have some sort of dignity when you're complaining about what you say you believe in. Mm-hmm. Right. I did not like Obama dropping the bombs on people and killing people. I hate that Trump is doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, why do we continue to do this? Yeah. And all it does is feed radical Islam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now they're like, well, you just killed 30 innocents, you know, families, children, and that's going to create more people who are like, well, screw America, screw exactly. Western culture, and they're going to want to retaliate against us. The way they did probably in, like, I don't know, London right. or Paris. Not that I'm justifying them, I'm just saying the consequence of our interference overseas. And then they look at it as... Because a, a lot of people, a lot of conservatives especially, will say how we need to strike them with, without regard for like losses of innocent lives because we need to do what we need to do. That's like usually the line they go for when they talk about justifying uh, going over there and killing everybody. That's the same exact line of thinking that these fanatics and fundamentalists and terrorists use uh, when they say, well, we need to do whatever we need to do to hurt the West that's over here bombing us and and supporting uh, different terrorist groups in our country, which we obviously have, and that's fact. Um, so the 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 political discourse here shows that they're both wrong because they both want to just go out of their way to kill whoever they want, including civilians, to get the other side to stop. Right. Um, and that's what's really dangerous about saying we need to go over there and kill everybody or kill all the terrorists. You know, now there's some Muslims over there saying, you know, they're here bombing us for decades and we need to retaliate. And if we don't have the kind of military that they have or or organization or they live under a dictatorship, then they might do it through terrorist acts. Right. You know, um, and it's it's all a really uh, sad situation. And you're right because I can't I can't take uh, the left seriously when they talk about this, and I'm glad they're back on the anti-war side. But where the hell were you guys when Obama was doing it with his peace bombs? You know, right? That's stupid. Yeah, it's it's exceptionally hypocritical for them to be calling out Trump, and they labeled bush a war criminal and now they're labeling trump a war criminal but when obama did it it was yeah. silence yep yeah it was just pure silence yeah well which this uh sort of uh ties into what we're talking about um excuse me in canada yesterday friday either thursday night or friday um any coffee uh, the parliament passed a non-binding it's a non-binding resolution 
201 to 91 members voted to... Is it a resolution or a motion? Uh, I think it's a motion. Motion, yeah. sure. But that may, I think that makes it actionable to do something more with I'm, it. I'm not really sure how Canada works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but motion on its own is still stupid. Uh, motion, you know, motion or resolution to like gag and silence critics of Islam. And like, I'm not a critic of Islam. I mean, I'm a critic of some parts of Islam. Um, but that's a really stupid way to go around trying to fight bigotry is to silence it. That's just going to embolden people. Right. Just like I was emboldened to still come out and talk about what the Fantifa guys are doing. Right. Uh, and the the Canada motion, uh, it it seems like, a, for lack of anything else, it, it seems like a blasphemy law. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you cannot, you know, it's the same thing of, you can't draw pictures of Muhammad. Yes. Which I draw pictures of you all the time. I don't understand. Really. <laughs> I don't understand what the big deal is. Uh, but yeah, it Canada's made it is making it where you can't say anything bad about one particular religion. Yeah. And it doesn't really make sense to me. I, and I don't know Canada's free speech laws. I, I, I honestly don't. And being, I don't think there are anything near ours. Right, but nobody in the world has free speech like we do here. Right. And us being Americans, the thought that, you know, there's a law saying you cannot say mm-hmm. these things is absolutely just incomprehensible to me. Yeah. And that's something I've uh, uh something I've been telling a lot of my my lefty friends that are like super pro not bigotry against Islam, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that go around, you know, saying anything about Islam is Islamophobic. Like, I'm Muslim and I am not an Islamophobic, or maybe I am to them, I don't know. Um, but um, Islam, don't shelter them. And like something one of your employees was telling me, um, he said how... AA meetings have changed over the years where AA meetings now are just coddling people, you know, and they're just giving in to mistakes and not telling them, not telling these alcoholics how things actually are. Um, and he, no, I want, I want them to tell me that this is not healthy for me, that it's not good for, tell me how it really is so I can fix it. You know, well, that makes a lot of sense. And that's also how I look at it. There are problems in Islam, uh, specifically with specific Muslim groups and individuals around the world, especially the Middle East and parts of Asia, that are still like not completely for all women rights, not completely for uh, plurality of different faiths, um, uh, for you know gay rights and all that stuff. And if these leftists just keep on sheltering any criticism at, at all of Islam on the basis of this is Islamophobic, then Muslims will not have the whatever it's going to look like reformation that they have to have to be a little bit less violent, perhaps, and to accept a lot of the more socially liberal um, concepts that we in the West have, 
you know right you, you talk about transgender rights and you talk about gay rights and women's rights but a good portion of the middle east at least is still not completely on board with really a lot of that uh and you still want to like stop people here in the west from criticizing them like no let them hear what's wrong with the religion and let them hear it a lot so they can go through some kind of reformation to fix it that's why the catholic faith uh, faith right now is quite liberal along with a lot of other uh christian faiths that have now accepted you know some pe- people being openly homosexual and all that which is a good thing you know let god decide what he wants to i agree and that is another problem that i have with people on the left is they criticize americans not america but they criticize americans who are you know anti-gay people i don't like using the word homophobic because mm-hmm. i don't think it's an actual fear i don't think big bigotry is a fear i think that there are too many people saying like islamophobia yes. i think it's not really a fear i think that it's i don't think it's a fear some of them do have a fear I but some, like the bulk just don't know islam it's the fear of the unknown right. and they're not going out of their way to expose themselves to like other muslims to see how we really are but it's not a fear right and i don't like homophobia i don't think it's a i don't think it's a fear no of, one's a fear yet yeah. right it's not a fear of gay people or it's not a fear of being gay i think it's just you're an asshole and yeah yes. it's it, we need to stop being assholes but they're you know they they using their terminology you know we we need to be less homophobic americans need to be less homophobic but we need to be accepting of other people's cultures yeah and we shouldn't say anything bad about these cultures because that's their culture and it's like well you we can't be accepting of that culture without accepting the anti-gay platform like yeah you need to kind of pick your mm-hmm. pick your side on that mm-hmm. and you need to know that you know if you want everybody to be equal and free there are problems in other cultures just like there are problems here of course yeah and and except for egyptians our culture is awesome <laughs> and i will say that i th- personal opinion and i could be wrong but i feel as though americans are relatively pretty open to all cultures hell yeah that's what i was telling somebody yesterday i was like telling them how like how anti-semitism is still a thing in europe which is it's not here you know like there's like oh my god lots of other parts of the world are still very very close-minded compared to us right and so for them to be like, oh, we need to be accepting of other cultures. Oh, but Americans are homophobic. It's like, well, so is a good portion of Islam. Like it, it you you can't say be accepting of all people and all of their beliefs while hating on yeah certain beliefs that one of the cultures is really yeah adamant about yeah well religion in that sense but also culture because like in parts of south america and the caribbean being uh gay is not exactly that accepted in parts of south america or africa or asia right you know a a lot of it is a culture thing too um but 
yeah, we should we should we should welcome any kind of criticism of anything because if it's a good criticism, it'll it'll stand its test and it'll pass and it'll be more accepted, and you know we will learn something. If not, then we don't, and it'll just die off on its own like actual fascism. Right, and as so many people have said, like instead of just criticizing and criticizing and like hating and all of that, like learning through experience and learning through, uh, learning through knowledge is the best way to actually change somebody's opinion. Like you can't, you can't sit there and just criticize and criticize because that's only going to harbor these people's ideals. Yeah. Because they're just, when you come up against a brick wall, you want to push back. Exactly. No, exactly, exactly. So when you got somebody just getting mad at you over and over and over again, you just want to build that wall up greater. Yeah. So, you know, instead, like, having actual discussions about something as opposed to just being combative is going to break the walls down quicker where people can, like, begin to understand different cultures and different ideas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, that's pretty much all I got on. Well, well, actually speaking of walls, um, there are over 500 construction companies now taking bids on, uh, the construction of the wall, uh, along our Southern border, um, which is going to be really good for them, for taxpayers, you know, paying for a wall, um, but it's kind of scary, 500 companies. And, well, yeah, so two funny things about that. Well, not funny, but, like, the thing you mentioned about San Francisco, there are two, like, legislator, uh, city legislators that have put forth um, basically, like, a legislation saying that any construction companies based out of San Francisco um would not get any city contracts if they are associated with building the Trump wall. So, um, and I think that's absolutely insane to tell companies that companies in your companies in your own city, that if they even are to bid on a project that they will no longer get work in the city while at the same time, I know like I'm, I, I haven't actually read the I haven't read the uh, full uh, proposal, but I am certain that they are going to be more than willing to tax these companies on yep. the money they will be making from doing. Yeah. If they get the bid. Yeah. So like you can't say, oh, no, you, you can no longer work for the city, but we're going to take all of the money. There. Yeah. Which will backfire in their face because a lot of these companies would be willing to leave even be- simply on on this legislation alone which is going to reduce the amount of competition out there cuz there's going to be less companies doing work right. which is going to raise the prices jack prices of people doing construction come on man right. do, do they I, not think this through i would bid on it and then i'd go to oakland or something yeah i mean i wouldn't want to go to, like i would probably still live in san Seriously, francisco ca- but i would go to oakland and just like run yeah my business there yeah california is not like the sole and San Francisco's not this whole city trying to build stuff. Everyone's building stuff. Mm-hmm. The roads need to be built, you know? 
Um, so <laughs> it's going to fire in their face so hard if they actually do something like that. Right. Um, and let's see. So that's, that's, that's a stupid thing that's going on with the wall. Um, and I'd read about the Kilo versus, uh, the city of, uh, New London, um, that has to do with, um, a woman that owned a house basically and a private company wanted to buy it. And offered her money for her house, and she said no. Okay. Yeah. So she, so they decided to go to the city and say that this is for the public good. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Which then eminent domainer. Yeah, she took the fight all the way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ended up siding with the city and the private company in her being eminent domained out of her thing, because in the Constitution it says the government won't take private property without just compensation for the common good of the people. But this isn't, if you're talking about eminent domain as in how the Constitution says it, this isn't for the common good of the people. This is for a private private construction company that wants to build something and then them convincing a city that this is for the common good, but it's, it's not, it's, 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 they want it, you know? Right. Um, which shows you the issue, the, the issues that libertarians and conservatives who want to entertain the idea that they're for the free market and they're against eminent domain and they're all for private property rights. What are you going to do with all the private land owned on the borders that isn't owned by the government? Now you're going to be supporting, you know, uh, eminent domain for your wall to be built, right? Or what? You know, uh, so that's that's the really silly thing that's going on with this wall thing, and I really don't think it's going to go anywhere. At least I hope not. I I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Yeah, um, and you know, the last little thing we can talk about real quick is uh, the Rhino Care thing not Ra- even being voted on. Yeah, Rand Rand Paul and his big old victory against Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. Well, and the House Thou Freedom shalt not pass. Yeah, your yeah, terrible bill. Yep, and the House Freedom Caucus, especially with right. Justin Amash, like great work. These are the these are the only people working overtime, right? They are to they keep are this pe- country. In they check. are the people working for what the people want. They are the only people out there working. The Democrats are doing it completely partisan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, completely partisan. Oh yeah. Uh, the Republicans that are going to vote for it are doing it completely partisan. Yep. You had this group of 31 House, I think, Uh, 31 House members who uh, are fighting to make sure that the people get the bill that got them elected. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that... That is something to stand up for, and that is something to applaud, and that is something to say, hey, these people are actually working for you. Yeah, exactly. Those are the people that I want to see reelected. You could get rid of everybody else. Yeah, and something I talked about was, even though it's a really stupid thing to talk about, but the, the, the nicknames for the, for the current bill that died, you know, what Obamacare lied and all that. We talked about this last episode Failure a little care. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. This is Trump care or Ryan care. And I don't, I'm okay calling it Trump care at first because he was stumping for it. And now more than ever, because Donald Trump literally said, pass this bill. Or you're going to lose your seat. 
No, not not just that. Tr- pass this bill or Obamacare is staying. Oh, what? Yeah. Right. You're not even pushing for a repeal? Like, that's it? Right. That's what you campaigned on. Yeah. Um, hello. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's why I'm like, nope, I blame Trump as much as Paul Ryan. Oh, yeah. And, and dude, these people. That's why, that's why I like calling it Rhino Care. Yeah, yeah. They're Republicans in name only. Yeah, and, yeah. And some of these people, I've, I've, see, I've seen them. They responding to my posts about it and looking at other people talking about it. They're like, you know, man, I really, I really think that uh, this is just Trump blowing air, man. And I'm like, uh, no, this is not. This is you're reaching right there. Like Trump is not trying to play the side of I'm gonna try to push conservatives to actually push a cons- no what. You know, and it's kind of yeah. silly, man. Y'all had eight years. He's taking he's taking a page out of his own out of his own part of the deal, and he's saying just pull it, and that's it. They don't get another chance. So they aren't like that's all he's doing. Here. But I don't think that's that's retarded. It, <laughs> I think that what they need to do is they need to take another look at uh, Rand's bill. Oh yeah, and then just vote on that. Yeah. and if it gets to Trump's desk and he says no. Then you know that he was just blowing smoke the entire time. Exactly. And but until that happens, you can't say that Trump's playing Rand's side. What? No. 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 Absolutely not. No, no. And when he came out and said that, he that basically signifies that he is not willing to negotiate with the House Freedom Caucus anymore right. on Rand's on Rand's bill. Right. So no, I don't believe for a second that Trump is trying to do some some weird smart play on 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 the conservatives or or on the republicans that aren't willing to get on board no 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 absolutely not yeah but uh, that's all we have for today that is that is all we have for today man you were here early we started recording early and we're almost ending on time yeah (laughs) something is going wrong in this world yeah (laughs) all right well as always i have to ask you all to like share Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. Um, and actually, it's my, it's my, I'm, gonna, yes, I'm it totally going to, I'm totally going to self-promote this. It's my birthday tomorrow. So all I want is for everybody who listens to this to share it. So <laughs> please, for my birthday, share this with everybody you know. What are you doing tomorrow? Um, Wait, when is your birthday? Tomorrow, right? It's tomorrow. Yeah. What are you doing on your birthday? Uh, or did you already have all your birthday fun? No, no. Um, we went to the concert last night. Um, Jordan and I went to the concert last night. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to lunch with my parents, and then we have a staff meeting at work, and then after that, I really don't know. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I have no clue. Um, I don't really care. How old are you going to be? 38. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but please, like and share us. Uh <laughs> Like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom. And on Twitter, you can follow us at muddied underscore waters. And guys, as always, remember that where we're going. Oh, I was going to say, let's do a bula. Oh, we can do a bula. We can do I'm a sorry, bula. I have yeah. some. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> it's in your It's hand. a bad day. <laughs> I, I thought that's why you picked it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. And then I forgot. Okay. <laughs> Shells up. Bula. Bula. And now... Remember, guys, where we're going... We don't need roads.